0: This is Jeff Chrisman, and I'm here this morning visiting with Steve Herberger, the owner of Two Fellows Moving Company here in Oklahoma City. Thank you, Steve, for taking the time. Sure, you yeah. I thought what we would do is uh, to, to make uh, people who aren't aware of you all uh, familiar with you, if you could uh, share a little bit with us about the services that you all provide and what sure. makes you all unique.
1: Well, we uh, have moving services, obviously. We also have a 20,000 square foot warehouse for storage. Um, We do local moves from one-bedroom apartments to, the largest house we did was 28,000 square feet, um, to office moves, uh, single office to 60,000, 70,000 square foot offices that we've done. Um, We do packing services so we can come into anybody's house or office and box up their belongings, dishes, clothes, uh, from a partial to a full pack, depending on what somebody needs, Sometimes people just want, you know, the China Pact, and they'll take care of the rest. Sometimes they just want it all taken care of, the art, everything, and we can do that. Um, and we haul all over the United States as well. So we have shipments heading down to Houston today, and shipments going to Seattle tomorrow, New Mexico, New York City. So um, basically we, we um, can do anything for anybody. We don't generally... Hall Interstate, I'm, I'm sorry, International, we do Hall Interstate, International, but uh, International, usually we outsource that, uh, but as far as everything else, that's, that's pretty much what we do.
0: Oh, very good, very good. As far as with move planning, I didn't know if there's anything that you all help folks with as far as any resources, uh, you know, when people are actually getting ready to plan, uh, uh-huh. plan a move.
1: Well, what we do on... We try to give everybody as much information as possible. Our website will allow someone to come in and basically tell us about their move, um, and we can take that and help them with their upcoming move, whether it's local or long distance. Um, We have a a system set up that will allow us to tell them, you know, we can email out basically all the neighborhood they're moving into, all the utility hookups. Uh, phone, you know, everything that they may need, they have a contact source and we'll send an email out for them. Um, And then we try to, when when someone's trying to pack themselves, we try to tell them the best way to do it. You know, because we've had people who take China and try to pack their China in tissue paper. Tissue paper is just a decorative paper. Mm. It's, you know, when you have a present and they put it in the bag, they put that tissue paper in there, that's all it is. It's not meant for any other purpose. You're not packing dishes in it and so we've had people that have you know done that we've tried to explain to them the type of paper that has to be uh, needed we sell boxes so they can buy boxes from us Uh, we have different packages if they want to pack their own house they can get boxes from us two different specials we have online Um, so for a full pack or small pack Uh, and then we just try to prepare them for what needs to be done for the move um, the furniture layout, the boxes, the different things so that the guys can get in and be as efficient as possible with their time because uh, time's money. you know and they want we want to make sure that their experience is good. So we try to help them in telling them that make sure that they have good walkways, um, make sure their furniture is empty. This is if they're doing their own pack job. Um, anything they can break down in advance helps them, save money. We don't have a problem breaking anything down and putting it back together, but it's just they they understand that that's time. And so we just try to give them all the options available in ways of saving themselves money. And then at that point, it's, it's up to them to make sure they get it done. Oh,
0: yeah. Yeah. And I know that I really enjoyed some of the stories that you shared with me about uh, your, some of your experiences with uh, the work that you all do with the Thunder. Uh-huh. And so I thought maybe if, if, you, if, you, if, you'd be, if you'd be comfortable maybe speaking a little bit about, you know, that you all are the official movers of the of the Thunder. and Correct. We do move
1: all the players and uh, most of the personnel. I mean, most people that work there, they have a choice. We give them a discount because we have a contract with them. They're not obligated. They don't have to. Um, all the players... They only get us as a choice hmm. to, to move coaching, uh, all all the all the personnel for that side of it, for the the actual players. Uh, they have to use our services, in which we'll pick them up. And you know, Carmelo was New York City, so we had to go to his apartment and get his stuff. Um, so we just go to you know, and they're all can be pretty unique sometimes. Uh, 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 one of the players, if they're married and have a family, they'll have a, like a normal household, a lot of stuff. If they're not, they don't have quite as much stuff. They have a lot of tennis shoes usually, <laughs> and uh, and because I, I think they're given a lot of free tennis shoes, and so we usually take care of that for them. And um, there's a couple of NBA teams that if a player gets traded to, that they'll have us do the packing and move for them. They don't have hmm. their own, they don't have their own moving company. So, we'll take them down there for them to deal with all the necessities, all the things that you know for the move, transporting their cars for them. Um, basically, just getting everything set up for their needs to make it. Because a lot of times, a player gets traded. You know, they're on a plane that night headed to whatever city, hmm. and they'll be playing the next night. Oh, you know, wow. wherever they're wherever they're supposed to meet them up at. Um, Sometimes they make it back to the, you know if it's Orlando, they'll fly into Orlando, be with the team, get suited for a uniform, be on the plane later that day, going to whoever they're playing um, so that's you know pretty they they need to have somebody that basically takes care of everything oh, because yeah. they're 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 not going to be dealing, dealing with anything so it's a pretty unique um, experience It's usually a lot of fun that I'd say. You know, 98% of all the people we've ever dealt with that had to on the player side have been wonderful. You know, we've uh, very, very friendly, very nice, very appreciative. Um, so, you know, I mean, I'm sure the reputation is is maybe they're prima donnas because they're they're players and they get this lug, uh, this great life. But uh, you know, the truth is, they're, they're all really very nice. Oh and, wow! And they understand. I think that. <coughs> Uh, things are pretty good for them, and and they appreciate that. And their wives, as well, um, have almost almo- I mean, almost always been very friendly, very helpful. Uh, so it's been a positive experience. When I mean, we started uh, getting players' equipment for when the New Orleans Hornets from Katrina came in, and the Hornets had to play here hmm. in Oklahoma City, and so we got. Uh, every team that comes in, they have to get their equipment picked up and taken to the to the hotel oh, and their okay. luggage. So we started that with them, and we started taking it to, you know, from the beginning to the hotel. We'd drop off the luggage for the players and the equipment, and then the next day we'd pick up whatever we needed, luggage, go to the arena. we park underneath hmm. during the game. As the game's winding down, they reload with all the equipment go back to the airport, we back it up to the plane, and load it straight into the plane, and then off we go. And we've done it since then, which is Katrina. What, what, uh, was it like 2005? That's what that? I was thinking. Yeah, that so, sounds, yeah. So this yeah. is our 13th year wow. doing it with the NBA. Um, for them, for that purpose. And then the Thunder, I think, was um, shortly after they got here. And I can't remember that year. Um, Specifically, if it was nine or ten. Uh, But they were with another moving company for a short period of time. Hmm. And then we uh, took it over. And it was just, you know, basically we kept going after trying to get it, you know, uh, because we did everything for the NBA that, like, you know, we'd like your contract, we'd like to do this for you. And uh, they called and said, if you can get uh, Nazi Muhammad, who's in Minnesota uh out by Friday, you got it. Oh, wow. So it was Wednesday. <laughs> <laughs> Not a lot of time there. Not a lot right? of time. So obviously we uh, made it happen. So, Oh, we yeah. Had, we've had it ever since. So, Wow, that's really
0: neat. That's yeah. really neat. Yeah. It's almost like, it, in a way, it sounds like you get, uh, you know, as far as kind of a behind-the-scenes look at yeah. a lot of the things that it <laughs> takes, the logistics, you know, what it takes to actually uh, to make this all work.
1: Yes. So, I mean, because we're the people that, that pick them up, you know, it's, it's not as bad. We have a lot, of, a lot of games that are our teams that come in where we pick them up in the afternoon and hmm. take them to the hotel. For a long time, the teams would come in after they played. So it might be 11, 12, 1, 2 a.m., and we'd be out there at the airport and bringing them in, get them to the hotel. Um, so it's obviously a lot different when it's uh, 1 o'clock, 2 o'clock in the morning, and have to pick up these teams, get them there, be back the next day at the hotel, get them to the arena. So it's kind of nice now that they come in at 3, 4, 5 o'clock. <laughs> I think they must have stopped a lot of that travel because occasionally we still have that, hmm. but it used to be all of them. Right oh, now. wow. And so we'd, sometimes we'd have two teams that came in. Um, I think one of them I end up doing because we had two teams – but a game that finished, and then we had to pick up the Boston Celtics, and I can't remember who the other team was. But they came in like at 2 a.m., and the next team came in at 4 a.m. Oh, wow. Yeah, I think they were the Clippers or somebody because it was a pretty long distance. And we got, got them all in, you know. But, yeah, so we see how the whole operation works because we're there actually doing the operation. Oh, Yeah.
0: Yeah, a lot of logistics. I think as far as just you know, you know, as far as all the pre planning and yeah. and then and then executing as well, and yep. having everything you know go the way that it's supposed to. And yeah,
1: unfortunately, and you know, we the NBA has told us that we're like the only ones that uh, they've never had any issues with in all oh, their wow. years of doing this. That's fantastic. So that's that's good because it means we're always there, we're always on time, we always get them picked up, we always get them delivered. So, knock on wood, nothing ever changes. <laughs> but you know, we've we we've tried our best, and I think that's why we've never had a problem keeping this contract with the NBA. Oh, yeah. 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 And I thought what
0: we would do is maybe transition into a little bit of hearing how you started Two Fellas and just a little bit of, you know, that journey and sure. and, and what you've learned along the way and how you guys have, how, how it's evolved over time. Sure.
1: Well, at the time, this was 96, I think, is when uh, Two Fellas initially started, and it was myself and a friend of mine, Josh. And at the time, I was the director of operations for a company, and so I spent a lot of time on a plane. Basically, I spent five to six days a week on a plane, traveling Mm. from city to city. Um, And Josh had worked for uh, several van lines, and he, he said, you know, the local markets just aren't being taken care of. You know, there's, there's a few of these mom-and-pop moving companies, but van lines don't really want to deal with the local market. They only want to deal with their interstate moves because you make more money, so, and they're bigger jobs. So we talked about it, and Josh uh, moved into my house. I had several bedrooms, and at the time when he came into Tulsa, because we started this in Tulsa, and one of the spare bedrooms, we put a phone in and uh, started our you know, hitting the pavement, marketing, going to storage facilities, going to apartment complexes, trying to get somebody to pass their stuff out, put a little ad out in the yellow pages. So, you know, we just started the process. And our very first job we got was Pier 1 and uh, Pier 1 imports, and which we did some deliveries for. And we got a call and we had a delivery for, it's like a kind of like a bookcase. Hmm. Made out of oh uh, I can't even remember what it was made of uh, you know it's woven, whatever that material is it um, uh,
0: I can it, see it in my mind I'll yeah, listen
1: so anyway, Josh had a convertible LeBaron hmm. that was not in the best shape, <laughs> but we wanted to, we had to get the piece there, and a lot of what our trucks would do is for our trucks we would at the beginning. Just rented or you know, with companies which is still common today is when you have excess moves, you just get additional trucks. So, we didn't want to get a truck for a for $30 move. Oh, yeah, and so we put it in the back seat of the Leveran, and I sat back there on the trunk, kind of with the, my feet in the seat, holding on to the piece as we drove down this <laughs> road. We made it to the apartment complex, and then uh, climbed up the flight stairs and delivered. We did our oh, first, wow. first delivery. Oh My and, gosh! Uh, and so, yeah, so that was quite some time ago. And uh, the name, you know, we kept trying to think of a a name, and and I said, uh, you know, t- how about two fellows at a big vehicle moving company? And we both laughed. And uh, so Josh called the operator. He's gonna say, I'm gonna see if somebody else thinks this is funny. So called the operator. He asked for that number. And she started laughing. And she goes, I don't see this number. She goes, but I love the name. He goes, well, that's all we need, really. And so that's how we uh, came up with the name. And uh, it's been the same name ever since. And oh, then, yeah. You know, we have a location in Tulsa, and here, and Enid, Stillwater, and now Dallas. And... Uh, we just started selling franchises, so we've been through that process which has taken a long time. I mean, to actually get the, all the franchise stuff done before you sold it, I think it was a year and a half process. Oh wow. Yeah, so it's a lengthy process and so we started some marketing and we've had about a thousand inquiries for for franchises, so you know, we've it's a, it's an arduous I mean, because you have to pay basically out of the thousand, figure out who's legitimate, and then <laughs> from that point, who can actually afford it, and then from that point, who really wants to do it. Oh you yeah. Know, so there's just a, a long process, but it's been, I mean, very educational. I mean, I I didn't have any idea really how the process worked. Um, so we've gotten uh, contacted several other companies that franchise the owners. You got some great insight on what to do and what to expect, how long it takes to get those first few sold, you know, because it takes a while. So it's been a pretty interesting process and, you know, here we are today, we're um, probably the largest local moving company in the state of Oklahoma, We've between all of our trucks and people and stuff like that as far as, you know, And we're not, not like a van line. Van lines are obviously larger, but they're part of a big uh, conglomerate. You know, they, oh, have, gotcha. they have North Americans, all over the United States, but North American has huge facilities. They do military moves; we don't do that kind of stuff. Mm. Plus, their interstate, plus Tulsa, plus you know, so <clears throat> the the van lines would be bigger, but not the, not the local.
0: Is it is it actually, look, do they have, I guess, are the people who operate those locally? Is that almost like a franchise itself, or is, is it
1: similar to that? A uh, van line? Right. They're called an agent.
0: Oh. And so
1: they haul under um, North Americans, uh, DOT numbers, or United, or whoever. They haul under those, so those are kind of like all the trucks are leased, uh, like if you have your trucks, you basically put it under their authority, so to speak, you pay them a percentage of every move that's interstate or military, and they uh, are supposed to continue to give you moves and help you get moves. And that's how some of these trucking companies become very large, because if they be, get affiliated with some of these van lines. <clears throat> we haul under our own authority. We're not affiliated with, with any van line. Um, we, we tried that for a while um, with a van line that wasn't as big. It was kind of a medium sized van line, and we just found that we kind of we gave them more than we ever received back from them as far as volume because we do a lot. And so, now this isn't very good matchup. Um, and perhaps down the road we'll we'll find somebody else maybe bigger that we can. Because that's the whole purpose is to add business to what you already do. Oh, gotcha. Because you know, the van line, <clears throat> the van line has the ability to field calls from all over the United States. Hmm. So anything their their core place, and they've spread it throughout the United States. Well, I've got 25 calls out of the Oklahoma City market for moves that maybe we didn't get. You know, so now we can go bid on those and try to get them that we may not have uh, known about because some companies, people, they just deal with van lines, you know, so, especially military, they only do, they only do with van lines. Of course, the military has changed so much, we got out of that business, which it may have improved, but, you know, the military is the largest moving entity in the world, the United States military. I mean, there's nothing like it, and um, van, that's how van lines got the size they did. Hmm. You do the military contracts, and and uh, but they went to a, they changed their program, um, I'm trying to remember, this has been years ago, but it's Family First, I think is what it was called, hmm. so basically what they paid for a move was very, I mean, it's a lot less than what we charge a regular person for a move, and it used to be the opposite, you know, it's the government, they'd pay a lot more than what you'd pay for the average move, and uh, so I know that was something that people went through, or companies went through for a while. But I really don't know how they charge today. Hmm. Uh, but our first location that we opened is Dallas, which is the first one that we want to sell because we opened it. Oh, um, gotcha. Which is one of the uh, one of the gentlemen that uh, helped me owns. Uh, he has like sixty some franchises now, hmm. and but he said. For his first five years, he couldn't sell any of them, you know. He couldn't figure out, so he decided to open one. And he said then he was able to sell that one. He opened another one. He sold that one. And after he had four, he had enough there that, you know, he was able to sell two more. And now he sells one a month, you know, hmm. is what it goes. So that's what we started. We're just kind of doing the same thing. Oh, um okay. He said, so we opened up Dallas, and <clears throat> Dallas is... I think it's been six weeks, so it's all relatively new. And uh, you know, part of the reason, really, for the franchise part has more to do with having additional people out there to help because we haul over the United States and the to be able to get shipments to people, have people help us pick up shipments, and just work as a as a network essentially, because hmm. that's that benefits us. It will benefit them in the long run, right? If I've got a shipment, I've got to get to California, and I can take it to somebody who's associated with us, and they can then deliver it when the customer wants. Because our our biggest thing has always been we deliver the day and time customers want on interstate. That's how we get a lot of the jobs. Because van lines, a lot of times, don't have that same ability. Oh, know, Because they have several shipments on one truck. So they have to travel throughout the United States, and they kind of have that worked out where drop here, pick up here, drop there, pick up there. And, you know, by the time they get to that, each one of those shipments that they drop, and each time they pick one up, you know, it's usually about a 10-day window. Oh, okay. And they tell you that it will be within that time frame. Hmm. You know, so it might be from the 6th to the 16th, whereas they say, I want it on the 13th at 8 o'clock in the morning, we say we'll see you on the thirteenth at eight o'clock in the morning. Aha! Uh-huh. Gotcha. So, people are usually willing to pay for that because it allows them to get their kids situated, get work situated, because that part's planned out. Otherwise, you know they're kind of in limbo for that period of time because they don't know when somebody's showing up. They don't know, you know, any of that kind of stuff. So, it makes it a little bit easier.
0: Oh yeah! So it sounds like it eventually, as the, as your as your franchise network expands. Yep. You know, these this will make it. It sounds like I can see how that would make it much easier for you to cert, to uh, yeah. provide great service. Yeah, you know, to clients on the interstate yeah. moves. Yeah. yeah, yeah, definitely. So it's got to be exciting, I would think. Yeah,
1: yeah,
0: <laughs> a lot of work. Oh, absolutely, absolutely, and I and I think too the the just the the fact that you know you you know the, that to have the local owner you know, here, you know, right here. Uh-huh. So if there are issues, if people have questions, you yeah. know, they know ultimately they can talk to you and, right. and, uh, and know that you're here, you know, yeah. versus a, uh, you know, someone dealing with someone where maybe the ownership's out of state.
1: Yeah, that's right. That's right. We try. We, and that's what we really want, too, is that each one of these locations, whether it's franchise or partnership, <clears throat> that there's an owner uh, operator in each location. Because ultimately your success is based on your customer's. And the happier customers are, the more successful you're going to be. I mean, granted, there are companies that are in business now that give horrible customer service, and they're still in business. Um, but they do a lot of marketing. So not a lot of people will go and check and see who the, who they're hiring. They'll just kind of go off price. But there's a lot of people, a decent percentage, that goes, hey, I'm going to check about this company. I want to find out more information. And they go, wow, this is really a lot of outstanding comments about this company i want to go ahead and hire these people and and do their move and that's what we go off of we try to we look at everybody as a customer for life hopefully that maybe they're not going to move in another two or three four or five years but down the road when they think about moving that they'll call us because they had a great experience the last time and we have people that we've been doing moves for for 20 some odd years Hmm. where they call and they, we've moved them four, five, six, seven times throughout their life, and you know, and which is a great thing for them because it's comforting for them that they know I can call the same people. Hey, guys, I know you got my stuff. You've dealt with me before. I need to move again, and you know, they don't. They're not concerned. We like that fact. We like them to have that feeling of security because moving's a stressful thing. We realize it's a lot of times people have. You know, gotten a mortgage for a lot of money, and they're stressed out about this process, the money that they've had to spend, the money they're going to have to spend with whatever the new location, and, you know, they're missing work today, and they probably need to be at work, and they just want it to be as smooth as possible, so our job is to try to make it as smooth as possible so that we get in, get their stuff, get out, get them into the new place, and let them get on with their life. As as uneventful as possible. <laughs> so, well, that's uh, that's very inspiring, right, Steve? I really appreciate you taking the time. It's yeah. uh, it's been enjoyable visiting with you and hearing about you guys. Yeah, thanks great. so much.